Hello, uh, this is Eli Shaubi. Uh, we are now continuing in Hilchot Merila Vahanuka, and now Perik uh, Gimel, chapter three, which uh, begins with the laws of Hanuka. Uh, I will begin by say by speaking about Inyanadi Yoma, uh, the matters of today. There's a Yoma Asmaut, and it's very uh, fitting that we are going to be studying a little bit about the laws of Hanukkah, uh, specifically when we have a very nice parallel of uh, a national achievement uh, of establishing the modern state of Israel. I think that there's a lot of parallels that can be learned from uh, the establishment of our sovereignty also in the days of Hanukkah. Okay. Halakha Alif. In the days of the second temple, when uh, Greece was sovereign over the area of Eretz Israel, as well as other parts of the world, they uh, decreed all sorts of decrees upon Israel, and they uh, negated their law. They did not allow them to practice their law. And they did not uh, allow them to deal with the Torah and in the mitzvot, to either study or practice the Torah or the commandments of the Torah. And they sent out their hands to their money and or to their property and to their uh, their women, uh, their daughters. And they entered into the Hechal, the uh, building that contains the Kodesh and the Kodesh Kodashi in the in the Beit Hamikdash, and they uh, broke in and breached it, and they defiled or made impure uh, that which was pure. And Israel was uh, uh, suffered greatly from from them and felt a great pressure until uh, the God of our ancestors uh, had mercy upon them and uh, redeemed them from their hands. And they and the people of Hashmonai were victorious. The people of Hashmonai who were Kohanim Gedolim, and they uh, defeated and uh, redeemed Israel from their hands. And they placed a and they appointed a king from the Kohanim, and the and sovereignty returned to Israel for more than 200 years, up until the, the destruction of the second Mikdash. Um, I'll note here that uh, that it says that He redeemed uh, us from their hands, and then so too, B'nai Hashmunai uh, fought and redeemed them from our hands. And I think that we can say the same thing today about the establishment of the State of Israel, that you have both uh, the military who's doing its fighting and God who is 
doing his part in allowing uh, that to happen. Uh, and we see this in Hanukkah as well. And one last thing, uh, the uh, appointed a king from uh, Kohanim, uh, which is not in accordance with Halakha. In accordance with Halakha, the king must be from Bit David, from the descendants of David, and not from the Kohanim, as we have Keter Kehuna and Keter Malchut, which are two separate uh, Keterim. Uh, nevertheless, uh, this is what uh, was done and uh, remains so for uh, for a significant period of time. And when uh, they were when Israel was victorious over the, their enemies and defeated them, this was on the 25th of the month of Kislev. And they entered into the Hechal, uh, into the building in the Mikdash of the Polish, the Polish Kodeshim, and they, uh, they did not uh, pure oil except for one uh, cruise or one vessel of uh, oil, um, uh, which was sufficient, uh, uh, and it was not sufficient, it was only sufficient to light uh, for one day alone. And uh, they lit and they kindled from it the lights of uh, the fire of the menorah. Uh, and for eight days until they were able to uh, crush uh, uh, olives and extract from them from them uh, uh, new uh, pure oil. And and because of this, the hachamim of that same generation established that these eight days from the beginning of the night of the 25th of Kislev should be days of joy and praise. And we, uh, and we kindle uh, on these days the lights on uh, lights on uh, in the evening on the uh entry at the entrances to our homes on uh, each night of these eight nights and these days these are what are called hanukkah and they are prohibited, and these, during these days is prohibited to uh, eulogize and to fast, like on the days of Purim, uh, which we read in Perk Aleph. And the kindling of nights of lights on them is a mitzvah from the words of the scribes, uh, like the recitation of the Merila. I will note here that the, uh, as we see, Halakha Aleph is uh, the reason that the Rambam gives for the establishment of the days of Hanukkah as a uh, mitzvah and the reason that we celebrate because of the victory that we had uh, with the grace of 
Kadosh Baruch Hu, in allowing us to defeat the Greeks. Uh, and the miracle that is uh, mentioned in Halachabet is the reason for the length of the time that we have this uh, these days. We light for eight days because of the because of the ness of the shaman. But it is not because of the ness of the shaman that we celebrate Hanukkah, but rather because of the victory over the Greeks. And this mitzvah is a rabbinic mitzvah, just like the mitzvah of Purim, uh, as we saw earlier. Everyone who is obligated in the recitation of the Merila is obligated in the kindling of the lights of Hanukkah. The person who kindles uh, them on uh, kindles the, the, the Ner Hanukkah on the first night blesses three blessings. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, ruler of the universe, who has made us holy in his commandments and has commanded us in the kindling of the lights of Hanukkah. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, ruler of the universe, who has performed miracles for our ancestors in those days at this time, in those days in history, at this time of the year. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, ruler of the universe, who has allowed us to live, to exist, and to reach this time of this uh, this time of the year. And anyone who sees uh, the lights of Hanukkah blesses two. He blesses Sha'asanisim and the Shehayanu, the second and the third uh, blessings. Uh, he does not say the first blessing, which is only for the lighting of the Hanukkah, of the Ne'er Hanukkah. And on all other nights, the person who kindles blesses two, and the person who sees blesses one. Because we do not bless Shehayanu except on the first night alone. Also, comment on this, Halakha. The if uh, so in accordance with this, if a person lights his uh, ner Hanukkah and goes outside and and sees and happens upon uh, nerot that other people have lit in their homes and he sees them from outside, so long as it is in the proper time, as we will see in the next chapter, he blesses this second uh, this blessing of shiasani sim, uh, and he blesses that every single time that he sees. A ner, even if he had already blessed it uh, on his own, so long as he did not have the intent to see that uh, to see that ner, and even if he does so one hundred times, he continues to make that blessing. Al 
בכל יום ויום משמונת הימים האלו, גומרין את ההלל, ומברך לפניו, ברוך אתה השם אלוהינו מלך העולם, אשר קדשנו במשרותה וסיבנו, לגמור את ההלל, בן יחיד, בן סיבור. In each and every one of the eight days of, of, of these days of Hanukkah, we complete the entirety of the Hallel, and we bless before it, Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, ruler of the universe, who has made us holy in his commandments and has commanded us to finish the, or to complete the Hallel, whether it is an individual or a congregation who is reciting it. Even though the recitation of the Hallel is a commandment from the words of the scribes, meaning it is a rabbinic commandment and not from the Torah, uh, we still bless upon it uh, uh, about God who has made us holy in his commandments and has commanded us in the same way that we make this blessing on the Merilah and on the Eruv. Uh, which is also a misvah mitivre soferim, as we saw in Hilchot Eruvim. Because any vadai, anything that is certain from their words, we make a blessing upon them. We'll understand what this word certain means in a second. Aval, davar shehu mitivreihem, ve'ikar asiyathan lo, pippene hasafek, keron ma'asar demai, en bedarechin alav. But a matter from their words, that the core of its action is because of some sort of doubt, such as ma'aser demai, which is uh, either ma'aser ishon, ma'aser sheni, or o ma'aser ani, which is in doubt whether it was brought or not, uh, which we will see uh, later, uh, um, which we'll see later in uh, the Mishneh Torah. And these, we do not make a blessing. Uh, because Maser uh, Demai, which we're still obligated to bring, is only uh, ob- obligatory because there is a safik, there is a doubt as to whether it was brought or not. Uh, but it is not something that we would have brought had we known for certain whether it, that it was brought. And so then why do we make a blessing on the second day of Yom Tov? Uh, since they only established it because of the Safiq, because we were not sure whether the Betin uh, uh, decided to add an extra day to the month or not. So in order to set me a Safiq, to uh, be certain, we did two days uh, to make sure that we practiced the Hag on the correct day. Nevertheless, we do make the Bircha on the second day of the Hag, whether it is about sitting in a Sukkah or uh, eating Masa or any one of these other mitzvot, we make these Bircha, these Berachot, so that people do not uh, take it lightly, so that they still take it seriously. From here we can see that uh, this is not a matter of principle as to whether uh, we make the Bircha or not because of some principle, but rather as an act of legislation. And Hachamim cho- chose uh, in which cases to require us to make the Bercha, and in which cases they did not require us to make the Bercha. And in any case that they did not require us to make the Bercha, we do not do so. 
ולא הלל חנוכה בלבד הוא שמדברי סופרים, אלא קריאת ההלל לעולם מדברי סופרים, וכל הימים שגומרים בהן את ההלל. הנזנה די הלל אב חנוכה אלון, which is מדברי סופרים, which is from the words of the scribe, but rather the recitation of the Hallel is always from the words of the scribe. It is always a result of a taqana. In all days when we recite, when we, when we finish uh, uh, the entirety of the Hallel. And there are 18 days in the year that it is uh, obligatory or is, is a mitzvah to complete the Hallel on them. And these are they. שמונת ימי החג ושמונת ימי חנוכה, והראשון של הפסח הוא יום עשרת. They are the eight days of סוכות, סוכות אין שמיני עשרת, the eight days of חנוכה, the first day of פסח, and the day of שבועות, of עשרת. אבל ראש השנה ויום הכיפורים, אין בהן הלל. לפי שהן ימי תשובה ויראה ופחד, לא ימי שמחה יתרה. And, but we do not say הלל uh, on ראש השנה, or יום כיפור, or יום כיפורים, uh, because they are days of תשובה, of repentance, and of fear and awe, and they are not days of ex- excessive joy. Um, right, even though ראש השנה is a מועד, and we are שמח on it, It is not a day of excessive joy as we still are in Yom Haddin. And they did not uh, establish Hallel on Purim because we have the recitation of the Merila, which is the Hallel. Uh, if you uh, 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 look at what Rabbeinu says in, in the Hakdama to the Mishneh Torah at the end of his mitzvot of lo ta'aseh, and that of his list of mitzvot of lo ta'aseh, you will see there that the establishment of the reciting of merilah is in order to uh, praise and uh, to praise God for uh, his redemption and for all that he does for us. And in and as such, the recitation of the merilah is a form of halil. With this, uh, it is clear that there are set days on which uh, Hallel is to be said. Um, and I think this is also relevant to today, unfortunately, as uh, many people have chosen to add saying Hallel on days like Yom uh, Asma'ut. And our Hachamim were very uh, scrupulous and uh, derided people who chose to add saying Hallel on random days that they should not have said so. Um, and This, I think, would apply as well for, uh, for Yom Asmaut, especially those who, who choose to do so with a Berecha, uh, which is even more uh, severe. And as such, uh, we, should, uh, we should understand that there are many ways to, t- to say our praises of God without uh, necessarily always giving it a legal uh, form. And Halel does not need to be the only way to praise God uh, and to... Uh, thank him for uh, for the miracle of having Eretz Israel as we have it today, of Medinat Israel as we have it today. Nachal Zayin. Mekomot she'osin yamin tovim shene yamim, gomerim et ha'halel be'echad ve'esrim yom, betishat yemeh ha'ad u'shmonat yemeh ha'nukah, 
ושני ימים של הפסח ושני ימים של העשרת. And places that uh, say, uh, that perform two, uh, that perform Yom Tov for two days, right, uh, places in Galut, they finish the Halel, they finish the entirety of the Halel on 21 days. On the nine days of Sukkot, right, uh, seven days of Sukkot, Shemini Aseret, and Simchat Torah, the eight days of Hanukkah, the two days, uh, for the first two days of Pesach, and the two days of Shavuot. אבל בראשי חודשים, קריאת ההלל מנהר, ואינה מצווה. ומנהג זה בסיבור, on Rosh Chodesh only if you're in a congregation. And therefore, we recite it while skipping. And we will see how to do the skipping in a second. And we do not make a blessing on this uh, skipped Halel because we do not make blessings on Minharim. Um, this too uh, is something that unfortunately has uh, has uh, entered into uh, common practice today. Uh, but this beracha should not be said, and according to Rabbeinu, this would be considered a beracha levatala, uh, which is an isur min Torah. We yachid lo yikra kelal, u'im hitchil yashlim bedilur kederek shetorein asibur. And an individual should not recite at all. And if he does do so, then he should complete his recitation while skipping, in the in the same way that they do so, that they recite in the congregation. And so too, in all other days of Pesach, we recite with skipping, like on Rosh Chodesh. How do we do this skipping? First of all, the Halel, I should have said earlier, Halel is taken from Sefer Tehillim, is the chapters from chapter 113 of Sefer Tehillim, of the Book of Psalms, up until the end of chapter 118. Uh, and it is straight reading from the book of Tehillim. So how do we do the skipping of this Hallel? From the beginning of chapter 113 of Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Adonai, the end of that chapter. And he skips and then says, Right, so he once he reaches the beginning of chapter 115, which is Lolanu Adonai Lolanu, he skips until uh, the mid middle point of that same chapter and begins Adonai Zecharan Adonai Zecharanu Yevarech. Then uh, he, he and he and he continues to do that until Hallelujah until the end of that chapter. Umdaler ve'omer ma'ashiv Adonai. And he skips and says, um, 
what what shall I say to what shall I respond to God until the end of that chapter of hallelujah right so ma is also skipping until the midpoint of chapter 116 uh, that begins ahafti he goes to the middle of that chapter and recites from the middle of that chapter until the end and then he skips again uh, um, he skips again and, uh, and begins from Mina Mesa from uh, straits or from uh, uh, places of uh, uh, of unfortunate situation that I'm in I called out to you uh, oh God until the end of Hallel uh, and in this way and this is the widespread uh, practice uh, but there are those who do other forms of skipping uh, the form of skipping that Rabbeinu uh, 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 describes here is the same form of skipping that is done in our times today and in this way he does not say the entirety of the Alel al-Hasseder in the way that we would say on the other days and uh, and we perform it bediluk. The entirety of the day is valid for the recitation of the Hallel. And someone who recites the Hallel out of order does not fulfill his obligation. Someone who recited and then paused and then came back and continued reciting, even though he paused the le- a length of time that he could have finished reciting all of it, then he, fu- he still fulfills his obligation. And so if he pauses for longer than half an hour or something like this, right, which it takes less than half an hour to recite the entirety of the Halil, he still fulfills his obligation. Yamim shigomerin bahen et halil, yesh lo lehafsiq ben perek leferek. Right, days that we recite the entirety of the of the Hallel on them, we are uh, uh, you are allowed to pause between perakim between chapters, but in the middle of a chapter you may not pause. But on days that uh, we skip, uh, that we recite the Hallel while skipping, even in the middle of a chapter, you may pause, as is, it, as is only a custom, and they did not take it as uh, severely. This pausing that Rabbeinu is mentioning here uh, is, a, uh, is a pausing for any purpose. Unlike the pausing of Kiriat Shema, which we saw in Hilchot Kiriat Shema, where there are only specific purposes for which uh, you can pause of either uh, greeting someone or responding uh, to someone of specific stature. Uh, and here in Halil, it is not for those specific purposes, but rather for any purpose. Uh, and there are people who ha- have made the connection, but Rabbeinu does not do so. Lachayot. <clears throat> Every day that 
any day that we finish the entirety of the Hillel on it, we bless beforehand. We bless uh, uh, the blessing that we saw before of Ashiqidishan uh, Misfuta. And any place that has the custom to bless afterwards also blesses. How does he bless uh, afterwards? and so how does he bless this blessing afterwards? Uh, he says, May all of your creations, those devoted to you, and the righteous who act in accordance with your will, praise you, Adonai our God. And may all of your nation of the house of Israel acknowledge your name with song. For you, Adonai, uh, for you, Adonai, and to you it is good to acknowledge or to thank, and to your name it is pleasant to sing. And forever and all eternity, you are God. Blessed are you, Adonai, the, the ruler, the praiseworthy and magnificent, living and existing, forever sovereign for all eternity. There are uh, places where people had the custom to repeat twice from the Pasuk, I thank you because you answered me, uh, which is in the middle of Perik 118. Until the end of the Halev, until the end of chapter 118. That each and every one of these Pesukim, they would say them twice. Uh, and a place which had the practice to repeat it, or to say it twice, does so. And a place which had the practice not to repeat it, does not do so. the practice in the recitation of the Hallel in the days of the early Hachamim was as follows. After uh, the greatest of the congregation, who here is acting as the Shiliyah Tzibur, as the prayer leader, after he makes the blessing on the, on the recitation of Merila, he calls out the Hallel uh, to the congregation and begins and, and says, uh, and Rabbeinu here begins from the beginning of the Hallel, from the beginning of chapter 113, 
And he says, hallelujah. And the entirety of the congregation responds, hallelujah. And then he continues and says, hallelujah. Uh, praise uh, the uh, worshipers of God, praise. And the entire uh, congregation responds, hallelujah. And he continues and says, and says again, the next pasuk, or the next, uh, yeah, the next pasuk, praise the name of God, and every and the entire uh, congregation responds, hallelujah. And then he again continues and says, may the name of God be blessed from now and, for, and until all eternity, and the um, and the nation and the congregation responds and says, Hallelujah. And so too on every single thing. Okay, so Rabbeinu here did it only for the first few Pesukim of the first Perik of Halel. And so too for all for for, for, for everything else. Uh, we can uh, the Shaliyah Tibur con continues to say each uh, say the uh, the the Pesukim uh, piece by piece, uh, not even whole Pesukim, but even uh, of breaking them up, and the congregation responds to each one of these pieces, hallelujah, until the congregation ends up responding in the entirety of, of the hallel, hallelujah, 123 times, and a sign for this to help as a mnemonic sign to help you remember uh, how many times hallelujah is said is the length, uh, is the years of Aharon's life, who lived for 123 years. And so too, when the reciter arrives at the beginning of every chapter, the congregation uh, repeats after him that which he said. Kesad, how so? Chu Omer, Veset Israel mi Misraim, Kol Ha'am, Hoserim Omerin, Veset Israel mi Misraim. So when uh, the uh, reciter reaches the beginning of chapter 114 and says, Veset Israel mi Misraim, in the exiting of, of Israel from Egypt, the entire uh, congregation responds and says, Beset Yisrael Misraim. That is, they do not respond hallelujah like on all others, but rather they repeat the phrase of the opening of that chapter. The second half of that pasuk, right? The reciter says, uh, right, and the house of Yaakov uh, exited from a, uh, a, a, for, a foreign speaking nation. And the entire nation responds, Hallelujah, in the same manner that uh, was said in the previous halacha. And, and he continues to do this. And he continues to do this until he reaches the next Eric, which is Ahavti Kish. I, I, I love that God hear, hears my voice and my supplications and my prayers. And, the, and once he says that, then the entire congregation repeats and says, 
Ahavti kishma Adonai kolita hanunai repeats that part of the pasuk after him. Wechen kshiyomar apore hallelujah Adonai kol goyim kol ha'am chazirim u'omerim hallelujah Adonai kol goyim. And so too when he reaches uh, reaches the next head of chapter, um, which is uh, which is the beginning of chapter uh, 117. Um, all, right, uh, all nations praise God. Then the nation, then the congregation responds, "Hallelujah, Adonai Kol Goyim." Note here that Rabbeinu lists. Uh, he listed uh, chapter one hundred thirteen in the previous halacha. In this in this halacha, he begins from chapter one hundred fourteen of the Yisrael and then he skips to chapter one hundred sixteen of Kolita Hanunai. And then 117 of Hallelujah, Adonai Kol Goyim. And he does not list chapter 115 of Lolanu, Adonai Lolanu. And this is an old mahloket as to what the proper division of the Perakim in Sefer Tehilim is. Uh, and one opinion is that Lolanu, Adonai Lolanu is the beginning of a new chapter in the way that our Sefer Mikra our Tanakhim uh, have them listed today but the uh, there's another opinion that sees this as a continuation of the chapter of Betzet Yisrael in Misraim and this custom of how to recite the Halel is in accordance with that way of seeing this as a continuation of that of chapter 114 Lacha Yod the reciter says, uh, please, uh, God, uh, please uh, redeem us. And, the, and they respond after him, please, God, please redeem us. Even though it is not the, uh, the, it is not the head of a chapter, we still re repeat uh, that same phrase and do not repeat and do not say hallelujah who omer anna adonai hasli hanna when onin anna adonai hasli hanna he says uh, please god uh, please have us succeed help us succeed and they respond please god please allow us to succeed who omer baruch haba vechol ha'am omerim b'shem adonai he says Baruch haba, welcome, and the entirety of the nation responds, B'Shem Adonai, in the name of God. And then he continues, Berach Buchemi Bet Adonai, and they respond, Hallelujah. Right, but if the person who was saying the uh, who was uh, uh, calling out the halal if he was a child or a slave or a woman right all three of whom are not obligated in the recitation of the of the halal just as they are not obligated in the recitation of the merila then uh, then you should uh, respond after them uh, the same words that they say word for word for the entirety of the halal so that you uh, Fulfill your obligation of saying the entirety of the Halil. Al-Khatat Bav. 
זהו המנהר הראשון, ובו ראוי ללך. אבל בזמנים אלו ראיתי בכל המקומות מנהרות משונות בקריאתו ובעניית העם, ואין אחד מהם דומה לאחר. This is the, uh, the earliest uh, uh, custom of how to say the Hallel, and this is how it should be said. Uh, and Rabbeinu says that, but in these times, I saw, right, Rabbeinu speaking in the first person, saying, I saw in all, in all sorts of places very strange, strange uh, customs of how to, uh, uh, strange practices and how to recite it and how the, um, how the congregation responds, and not one of them is similar to the other. Um, unfortunately, uh, in our days uh, as well, uh, this uh, way of, of saying the Hallel, as Rabbeinu described, is not a common practice, although Yemenites do still continue to say Hallel in this way uh, until till today. Um, but other than in those communities, uh, the recitation of Hallel is usually not said in this way, um, and uh, hopefully one day uh, we do go back to the old way of saying Hallel. With that, uh, that is the end of Perigimen. We'll begin Perigdalit tomorrow.